What a distinctive sound we heard there. The toy piano is a piece called Mirabella, a Tarantella for toy piano by composer Stephen Montague. Originally written for pianist Margaret Lang Tan, but we heard Phyllis Chen performing. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and Phyllis Chen is my guest today. She is a pioneer of this instrument, the toy piano. For more than 100 years of its life, it was just that, a toy. I like to think that perhaps it was developed to entice young children to take piano lessons. Uh, it wasn't really taken seriously as a concert instrument until 1948 when John Cage wrote his suite for toy piano. And then George Crumb used it a little bit in Ancient Voices of Children. And I think it's been slowly gaining ground ever since then as a serious instrument, thanks in no small part to pioneers like Margaret Lang Tan and, of course, Phyllis Chen, who has a new CD out called Little Things that we'll be playing a lot of music from. And one of the things about the toy piano, too, is it is uh, somewhat limited in timbre and in possibilities. We'll have Phyllis talk about the instrument herself in a moment. But uh, so when she asks composers to write for it, I think it's very interesting to have all the formidable powers of modern-day composers there, their sense of form, structure, timbre, their imagination, uh, perhaps using electronics, perhaps not, all the service of making the toy piano into a concert instrument that's taken seriously. But first, let me get back to John Cage, that piece from 1948, The Suite for Toy Piano. This is where it all began. Movement two from the Suite for Toy Piano from 1948 by John Cage. That was Phyllis Chen performing from her very first disc. Phyllis Chen is my guest today on Relevant Tones. And Phyllis, you've got an undergraduate degree from Oberlin in piano performance and then your master's at Northwestern also in piano performance. I'm guessing neither school had a major in toy piano. How did you get started with that? Did you see someone playing the toy piano or discover it in a shop somewhere? I did. You know, it's funny because I was in Chicago and um, I forgot. It was a marionette puppet theater that used to be over on um, Montrose. I don't remember uh, what the name of it was or anything, but um, they had a really interesting puppet theater there. And I, I was that was at a phase which maybe I shouldn't say it's a phase because it's still going on now where um, I was just completely obsessed with puppets and, you know, the idea of 
objects being symbols for something else in real life. You know, I guess it's just part of the whole act of play and fantasy that is part of childhood that maybe as adults we sort of lose. And I went to visit that puppet theater, and we were doing a tour of their basement with all of their marionettes and their costume designs. And I saw a toy piano sitting on a table, I think they use as a set piece in the puppet theater. And um, so I touched it and I just fell in love with the sound and I knew I needed to get one. I tried to find out everything about it, which at that time was basically nothing, <laughs> but um, except for some of the things that Margaret Langtan had already done for toy piano. But really, that was a handful of pieces that happened, and it just didn't seem like something you heard about very often. So, you know, really, I found the toy piano as a found object. It wasn't presented to me as um, a musical instrument. And in some way, I think because I did not have that expectation, I think it gave me more delight or joy to find it and gave me more of a desire to maybe explore it and see what's possible with it. Well, in the course of exploring this instrument, you've commissioned an awful lot of uh, really exciting music from composers, but you've also written for the instrument yourself. Were you already composing before you discovered the toy piano, or was that born of the necessity to create music for this new path? It was born out of the necessity to create music for this instrument. I mean, it also seems like I spent so much time with the instrument, and I was reaching out to composers to write for it, and it seemed like I had a lot of ideas about what I wanted them to do. So at some point, it just seemed like I should be writing some of this stuff myself. And um, and it made sense to do that. So it really came out of playing the instrument. And um, I think at that time, it wasn't so much that I was interested in writing music for the toy piano as much as I was interested in using the toy piano as part of like a multimedia performance that I created. And that's something that I have done quite a lot with my partner, Rob Dietz, um, where he operates and creates some of the visual visuals for it. And um, I think it's really heads more towards the, the world of miniature theater, but hopefully in a little bit more of an integrated way with sound and visuals together. So I think initially I was really interested in writing in that kind of style. And um, eventually I just started writing more music, actually writing notes on pages and... <laughs> and uh, then having other people playing it with me, and then actually now just having other people play it entirely. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, it's been exciting. Well, let's have a listen to a piece of yours. This is the evocatively titled Cobweb Carousel for Toy Piano and Music Box from your second CD, Mesmer's. Thank you. 
I love how that piece ends with the kind of unresolved quality there. You're waiting for the next pitch to come and it never comes. Hauntingly Beautiful Music by Phyllis Chen. We heard her performing her own piece, Cobwebbed Carousel, from her second CD, Mesmer's. Well, on that second CD, Mesmer's, you uh, played all music that you had written yourself. In your third CD, Little Things, you go back to commissioning composers, and I think with, with really wonderful results. So let's talk about those pieces. Let's start with the Angelica Negron, which is the title track, The Little Things. Is she referring to, with Little Things, the, the toy pianos themselves? Yeah, so um, she really did cater this piece to all my toy instruments. Um, we met actually through the Uncaged Toy Piano Festival, uh, Uncaged Toy Piano Call for Scores, the very first year. She sent something in, and um, and that piece I played that piece for the concert that year, and um, we realized we had so many overlapping interests. We had so many toy instruments. We both enjoyed uh, making some loop-based music with Ableton Live. So she really wanted to use those two particular aspects, even though the you know aesthetic of our music is different. She wanted to use those uh, types of things that we have in common. So um, all of those toy instruments are things that I had already owned, and she knew that I was familiar with how to run the electronic patch in the way that she usually does. So we basically just um, created that part so that I could play it on a MIDI sampler keyboard as well for the electronic portion of it so that it looks like it's just like another keyboard on stage that I'm playing. And it's it really has like a collage-style feeling to it with the live looping of the instruments, and you see kind of the process of making the piece is the piece itself, you know, and, um, and it really kind of grows into something much fuller, and the toy piano is really just one instrument in that whole kind of collage of sound. That competition that she mentions for uh, composers or other people who are curious, the Uncaged Toy Piano Composition Competition. You can find out more information at uncagedtoypiano.org. Looks like a lot of people enter it, and it's a competition that Phyllis started in 2007 to increase the repertoire for toy piano. Let's have a listen now to the title track of her new CD. This is The Little Things by composer Angelica Negron. Thank you. 
Music for Toy Piano and Electronics. We heard the title track of Phyllis Chen's new CD. That was The Little Things by Angelica Negron. Of course, Phyllis Chen performing on the toy piano. Great example of a piece where the electronics are kind of fleshing out the toy piano sound. Of course, the toy piano has a uh, very quick attack and a very, very quick decay, so you don't get sustained sounds. So some composers can flesh it out a little bit with electronics. But I want to go back to a piece now that is only for the solo toy piano. It's by Fabian Svensson, also on the new CD, and also a piece that came from the Uncaged Toy Piano Competition. Phyllis, it just seems to me that this competition is remarkably successful. It's only been around since 2007, but you've already gotten so many new works written for you by these wonderful composers. How do you get the word out each year? Basically, I put out this call, and and we have a different theme each year, and people send in either submissions or proposals for a new work for Toy Piano. And he sent in the Toy Toccata. It had never been performed, and he wrote it for this call. And that was the winning work in 2009. Um, and the theme that year was virtuosity, and he really just uh, went to town with this piece in a, in a completely new and brilliant way that hadn't existed on the toy piano before. That sounds great. Let's have a listen. This is the Toy Toccata by composer Fabian Svensson.
A toccata is a piece of music that is written with extreme virtuosity in mind. It is the composer saying, I am going to just tax the limits of this performer. And we heard the toy toccata by Fabian Svensson there for toy piano. And I just can't help but think that he's, he's done the word justice. That is an absolute toccata in every sense of the word. That is from the third CD by Phyllis Chen called Little Things. Toy Toccata by Fabian Svensson. And also that piece was a winner of her competition, the Uncaged Toy Piano Competition. The theme that year was, you guessed it, virtuosity. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today, my guest is Phyllis Chen, a wonderful pianist who is blazing a new trail and championing works for the toy piano. You can find out more information on our Facebook page or on our website at relevanttones.com. Phyllis Chen is my guest today on Relevant Tones. She is a pioneer in the toy piano field that uh, she and maybe one or two others actually created. And you have a chance to hear Phyllis perform live on Sunday, October 13th at 8.30 p.m. at Constellation, which is one of the most exciting new new music venues here in Chicago. It's at 3111 Northwestern. This is a CD release party for her new CD, Little Things, and she'll be performing those pieces. I think it would be a great chance to hear this music performed live and see what these toy pianos look like. Phyllis, again, is my guest today. Phyllis, what's it like being a toy pianist? What is the life of a toy pianist like? A lot of schlepping. (laughs) Um, It's probably closer to the life of a percussionist now. I'm realizing just what the schlepping and the um, logistics. But what that really means is um, I'm forging ahead in a path that doesn't exist, obviously. Like there there aren't like countless careers in toy piano that you can find and job listings and examples Mm -hmm. to (laughs) look after. But um, I'm really just following something that really excites me and interests me and what that means is I'm constantly looking for people that I think could write something interesting for the instrument and after that I guess I'm just trying to get other folks to play the instrument and to take the instrument seriously and to bring it into different concert halls and different settings and hopefully just developing it into kind of a musical genre or idiom. Well, a composer who certainly takes the toy piano seriously is Carl Heinz Essel. How did you discover his music? Carl Heinz, um, you know, it's it's he's written quite a lot of music for the toy piano. He lives in Vienna, and he's a, a dear friend of mine. His background, um, actually, I believe that he was uh, he studied mathematics. Um, a very interesting electronic composer, very prolific composer. Um, one of the projects that he did was called the Sequenza series in response to the Berio Sequenzas. And all of these works are for different instruments with live electronics um, and just really the exploration of electroacoustic music. I would say today there's probably no one that has written more music for toy piano than Carl Heinz has so far. And um, this piece, Whatever Shall Be, for toy piano, uh, a dreidel, um, a, a small music box that plays Whatever Shall Be, uh, the famous song, uh, um, Chopstick, and Live Electronics. Um, this piece he wrote for me as a wedding present, actually, when I got married. And I'd say that it's the only piece on the CD that is kind of like a soundscape. And um, it's really kind of creating an environment and an atmosphere. So the piece works so that he's really exploring the inside of the piano um, by sticking a microphone on it and um processing a lot of the kind of unconventional or ugly sounds of the instrument. I shouldn't even say unconventional to the instrument because the instrument in itself is so unconventional, but um, things that are not just playing the keys, I should say. Um, 
and processing them live to create like a just a really magnificent sound world that is from the toy piano but entirely different than the toy piano as well. Well, let's have a listen to what I feel pretty comfortable saying is probably one of the most unique wedding presents ever given. The piece Whatever Shall Be by Carl Heinz Essel performed by Phyllis Chen.
That's a new sonic landscape for us on this show today, I think. Uh, very different sounds than what we've heard. That was Whatever Shall Be by Carl Heinz Essel. Definitely electronics we heard. Uh, we also heard the toy piano, of course, although uh, it had some electronic processing on it, so it did not sound the way the toy piano sounded in the other pieces we've heard so far today. And there's also a dreidel. You can hear that spinning sound in uh, various parts of the piece. Very imaginative use of sonic textures there by composer Carl Heinz Essel. That is on Phyllis Chan's third CD, Little Things, and uh, we are featuring that CD today. And you have a chance to hear her perform that music live at Constellation on Sunday, October 13th at 8.30 p.m. Constellation is at 3111 Northwestern. This is a CD release party for Phyllis Chen's CD, so come join the celebration if you're able to. Let's turn now to another piece from the disc called Mechanics of Escapement by composer Nathan Davis. Phyllis, that piece had a very interesting genesis. Tell me a little bit about it. That piece um, was a commission that we did when I was with Concert Artists Guild. And um, for each one of their new artists that year, we all got a new piece written for us. And I worked with Nathan for that. And um, this piece, oddly enough, I feel like it's the only uh, toy piano piece that really accesses the pianist Phyllis self, I guess, in that piece. But it was interesting. What we discovered, this piece, um, Mechanics of Escapement for uh, Toy Piano Clock Chimes, he realized that um, the insides of the toy piano made of metal rods are actually quite similar to what is inside of grandfather clocks. They're also like metal tines, but for the grandfather clocks, they're kind of coiled. They're longer and the notes are lower. And the mechanism is also very similar. It's like a tiny little hammer that strikes it. Um, so to fill out some of the lower notes in the piece, he, he worked with um, a carpenter and instrument builder, John Roche, and they built this clock chimes for me to play with my left hand at times as well. And um, in the first section of the piece, there was a specific toy piano that he wrote for, and he noticed that the when I lifted the keys of the piano, it made a sort of sound, like a clickety-clackety noise. So the entire first section of the piece, he notates when to lift uh, my fingers so that in that entire part, it sounds like there's kind of an accompanying percussion part going along with the tone of the toy piano. So I think there's something about the multitasking that reminds me of the life of a percussionist. Later on, I'm asked to sort of like bow the bow the rods of the clock chimes, and three of the notes of the toy piano are also prepared so that they sound a little bit more like uh, percussion instruments, wood blocks or something instead of a toy piano. So I really think he brought that type of aesthetic into the piece, but there's actually a lot in the piece that's also very lyrical and very, very melodic as well. Well, let's have a listen to an excerpt of Mechanics of Escapement by Nathan Davis. It's a wonderful piece, but it is 15 and a half minutes long, so we're going to play as much of it as we can fit in. And uh, just so we all know, the escapement is a uh, mechanism inside the piano. So as we heard Phyllis talk about, the uh, composer here is inspired by the innards of grandfather clocks, pianos, and toy pianos. Let's have a listen. This is Phyllis Chen performing. Thank you. 
Well, nobody can accuse contemporary composers of a lack of imagination, I think. Given the challenge of writing for this instrument, the toy piano, we've heard such an incredible variety of approaches to composing for that instrument. And here we have Nathan Davis, inspired by the insides of grandfather clocks, among other things. I think you can really hear that in the piece Mechanics of Escapement, again on Phyllis Chen's new CD, Little Things. Phyllis has been my guest today on Relevant Tones. Phyllis, it's been so great talking with you today and listening to this wonderful music. Thanks so much for coming down. Of course, thank you. Well, let's listen to another track on the way out of the show here today. This is Andrian Pertot's Pie Obstruction, solo toy piano. And of course, we have the inimitable Phyllis Chen performing solo toy piano. Mesmerizing music by Andrian Pertot, I think, really takes advantage of the uh, sort of inability of the, of the toy piano to stay in tune. There, there's a lot of uh, almost microtonal sounding things in the chromatic runs there that are, that are really wonderful. A piece called Pi, Obstruction for Solo Toy Piano, performed by Phyllis Chen. Again, uh, Phyllis Chen will be at Constellation October 13th. You can find out more information about that show and her CD, Little Things, on her website, phyllischen.net. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders at WFMT, with special thanks to Seth Kelly and Jonas Kramer. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, an anonymous donor, DePaul University, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. I'm Seth Bosted, and thanks for listening.